This episode of Weekly Regulars brought to you by Lemon Pepper Wet Oz. I'll let you do it. You go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it's your thing. This episode of Lemon. Uh, excuse me. This, uh, <laughs> this episode of Weekly Regulars brought to you by Lemon Pepper Wet presents all flats. Lemon Pepper Wet, uh, if you're wondering, Brandon, is a uh, not only a way to order wings at a strip club, but it is also, or I mean anywhere else you might get wings, uh, <laughs> Lemon Pepper Wet is also an improv team uh, comprised of a bunch of very funny individuals, uh, myself included. So if you're interested in seeing some really, really, really funny and some really, really free improv comedy, please come it's on. so free. <laughs> please come on. It's the freest comedy you've ever seen. Please come on down to uh, the Comedy Central stage on Santa Monica Boulevard in Los Angeles. Los Angeles, California, as Stone Cold Steve Austin would say. Uh, and that show is Thursday, October 10 at 8 p.m. Say it with me. Thursday, Thursday October 10, 10 at 8 p.m. One more time. Thursday, Thursday October 10 at 8 p.m. Uh, Can I ask you a question? Yes, what sir. Is, what is uh, Lemon Pepper Wet, I understand, presents All Flats. What is All Flats? All Flats is the show that that we do, is our is the name of our improv show. Gotcha. So Lemon Pepper Wet is the name of the team. It's also the name of the flavor and how you can get the wings prepared. Yeah. All Flats is uh, the name of our show because All Flats is a way that you can order your wings. Because in a wing, in a bag of wings, there's uh, there's the drumette, which oh, looks like I know, a little, 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 well, the audience might not. Well, I was going to say, just because I'm a vegetarian doesn't mean I don't know how chicken wings uh, work. It, okay, let me put it in terms you might understand. The drumette kind of looks like collar flour okay and then <laughs> the flat kind of okay, looks so when like i get my buffalo cauliflower at the yeah, gastro pub exactly gotcha. okay exactly with your uh with your your ipa mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're 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 a stone arrogant bastard <laughs> um there is a uh so the, yeah there's there's either the drumette or what is affectionately called the flat because it's a very it's a very flat uh wing compared to the drumette you uh, all flats is the only way to go drummets are trash and for uh, wow! Are for the trash of society. Wow! Uh, yeah, they're they're just they're, they're basically opinions. flats, but harder to eat and with more gristle. They're terrible. Mm, okay. So, um, would you say it's it's lemon pepper wet presents all flats, and this episode of the weekly regular is brought to you by that? So, could you say uh, lemon pepper lemon pepper wet presents all flats presents the weekly regular? <laughs> yeah, you could say that. <laughs> uh, but if you'd like to see us say that and more, come to the show. Uh, Thursday, October 10 at 8 p.m. at the Comedy Central stage, Santa Monica Boulevard, Los Angeles, California. Let's get into the show. Here we go. Welcome to another episode of The Weekly Regular. My name is Brandon. My name is Asan. Hi, Brandon. Hello. How you doing? Good. Uh, what'd you do this week? Uh, <laughs> I got a country twang going to my voice. I don't know what I happened. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. That's a good song. I love country music. Uh, actually, I thought what the words were, do? I like it, I love it, I gotta have it, were the original words. I'm surprised Cold Stone has never done that. <laughs> like, done like a cover of that song for their advertising. They should hire us to do that. Yeah, that'd be That's great. That's brilliant. That'd be great. Um, I heard you say yesterday that you don't like Cold Stone. I don't like Cold Stone. Why don't you like Cold Stone? I've said this many times, never on the podcast, but I don't like Cold Stone because... So I this is your this is your anti-Cold Stone coming yeah, out moment? Yes, exactly. So I'm coming out today as anti-Cold Stone. <laughs> uh, I want everyone to know. Uh, so I, ice cream is a frozen treat where you take cream... I think most people know what ice cream and is. sugar and other ingredients to your liking, and you whip it into a... a, a some kind of weird consistency, and then you freeze it, right? And the point of that freezing process is to turn it into a frozen 
delicious treat that melts in your mouth, right? Coldstone has decided to take your mouth out of the equation. And Coldstone has decided to take that <laughs> that frozen, decadent, uh, solid treat that is just you have to scoop out ever so gently and artistically. Then they throw it on a counter, they smash it until it melts, and then they put it in a cup and give it to you. That's horrible. Here's an idea: just <laughs> put the mix-ins in the ice cream before you make it, and then scoop the ice cream, put it in a cup, and give it to me. Don't that's, melt that's it in not, front of me. That- do you know why it's called Coldstone? Yeah, because the counter has a cold rock in it, and that supposedly keeps the ice cream cold while they mix it in. Uh, newsflash for them, it's not cold enough. <laughs> because whenever I get a cup of, a cup of Coldstone... how intense you are about this right now. Because it's, it's annoying. Every, so now if someone wants to go to Coldstone and I have no say in the matter, I'll just get a milkshake. Because you're like... <laughs> it's essentially what you're going to give me anyway. So I might as well get it in a way that I can drink it with a straw. Oh, man. I do not like the idea of Cold Stone. I'm more of a Baskin-Robbins kind of thrifty kind of ice cream guy. Just let me go to the ice cream shop, scoop some ice cream into a cup, give it to me. Don't smash it and melt it, and then give it to me as this like soupy mess. See, if I'm going to go out for ice cream, I need it to be something more than just a scoop of ice cream that I can get at the store. Which I feel like... Baskin Robbins is five. I can get like a, a scoop of ice cream for five dollars, or I can get a pint for five dollars. Yeah, well, that's also an option. Yeah, but sometimes you're on a date, or like, you know, you just or you just saw a movie and there's a Baskin Robbins next door. That happens a lot, actually. Coldstone is like the Benihana of ice cream. Um, no, except Benihana. Actually, Benihana is way better than Coldstone because you with ben, with their ice cream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, but Benihana, like you want food fresh off the grill, so when you get it super hot, it's great. Coldstone's the opposite. Cold, the the Benihana equivalent of Coldstone would be all right. What, do, what kind of ice cream you want? I'm like, all right, I want peanuts, I want Reese's peanut butter cups, and I want banana chunks. And they're like, okay. Then they get like a, ch- a g- like a bowl of milk, and then they throw all the mix-ins together, and they whip it all together, right? And then they put it in the freezer, and you come back in two hours, and then you eat it. That's the equivalent of the Coldstone Benihana. That actually, that sounds pretty great. What would be really cool is if, like, you could call, like, if they did an app-based thing at Coldstone where they made you, like, or a Ben and Jerry shop where they make you a custom pint of your own ice cream. Mm. So you, you put in the app, and you maybe you have to give them, like, 24 hours, right? I think that's the idea behind Coldstone. Yeah, but it's not because is it, it is tastes it like it's been thrown together on a countertop. <laughs> Again, on a cold stone. <laughs> if you could, uh, if you could, if you could, I'm going to start this. There should be a business that makes custom, because there's already these ice cream shops where you can go in and get like a custom, like, like the nitro frozen ice cream that they freeze it really quickly with right, liquid nitrogen. Right. But that doesn't really taste like ice cream. It's not the same texture. It tastes like liquid nitrogen. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It tastes like ice with sugar on it. Uh, it'd be cool if there was a, a like a, an, an app based like ice cream shop where you maybe have to give them like a certain amount of time. Like maybe it's like 24 hours. Cause you know, uh, you, there's like people I think would be willing to wait for that for like a custom pint of ice cream. If I know, Oh, tomorrow's date night. Let me put in my order right now. Like, like the same thing you do for a cake, you know, you could do that for a pint of ice cream. So you send them all the ingredients you want, uh, blah, 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 blah. And then they make it for you. And then you go to the Ben and Jerry shop or whatever. And you have a custom, your very own custom flavor of Ben and Jerry's. I think that'd be great. How you much is the, a pint of this? Maybe like some flavor. Maybe like ten bucks. Yeah, yeah. I guess for a special occasion. Yeah, I mean, you wouldn't do uh, it because trust me, uh, half baked or uh, 
you know, strawberry cheesecake will do perfectly fine right. to just go in the store and get it. That'll scratch the same itch. Right. But every once in a while, it's like date night or like, you know, for someone's birthday, you go get like a custom. I think that'd be cool. Well, then you also need a custom label on it, too. Exactly. Then, yeah. Yeah. With like your own pun, Ben, ben and Jerry's name. <laughs> you know? Okay. So let's let's pun our names. First of all, what's your what's your ideal dream pint of gen, of gin and berries i almost said gin and berries uh ben and jerry's my favorite i think so it would be like i oh man oh yeah so oh, it'd boy be, <laughs> it'd be like okay so it would be it would be vanilla ice cream as the base okay um or actually it'd be vanilla bean ice cream those are two different things yeah so vanilla bean ice cream is the base with um, uh, um, what is it? Cheesecake, uh, cheesecake crust as okay. like a mix in and uh, chocolate chip cookie dough. Fire. That's so it's essentially cheesecake with chocolate chip cookie dough in it, but not the cheesecake so, flavored ice cream, though. Well, right. But cheesecake bites. In, no, in, not bites, because I don't want the cheesecake flavor. I just oh, want, you the want crust, just the like crust. the graham cracker crust, you know? Gotcha. Because that's okay. my favorite thing about the strawberry cheesecake flavor. There's just never enough of that crust in there. Yeah. So <laughs> it's, it's mostly crust. Yeah. <laughs> it's like someone made strawberry. It's like someone made cheesecake filling ice cream and accidentally knocked some graham cracker crust in there. And they're like, oh, shoot. Well, it's too late now. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that'd be my dream flavor. Uh, what would you call it? What's the pun? Okay. So it's cheesecake, cr- graham cracker crust, vanilla bean, and uh, cookie dough. I think I would call it, because it doesn't necessarily have to be reminiscent of the ingredients in it. it no. Could, it could be like... Mm. It could have your name in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, I think it would be Asan's Menage. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a play on Hassan Menage, you're, the comedian. You're probably going like, to get sued. But it's like Asan's... <laughs> Like menage of flavors, you know, mm, like a menage a trois. Yeah, and it is three flavors, so I think that'd be yeah, great. That's Hassan's actually... menage, <laughs> but you have to know who Hassan Menage <laughs> is, and you have to know who I am. <laughs> so, so many people. We, I just put. I'll put on the packaging. I'll put. You know how like the tonight dough or whatever has uh, Jimmy Fallon on it. Yeah. I'll, on one side I'll have me and the other side I'll have Hassan Minaj. <laughs> and it'll be called Hassan's Minaj. So many people are going to like hit him up on Twitter like, hey, congrats on the new Ben and Jerry's flavor. Yeah. He's like, I don't know what this is. Who? Or, Who's or, Hassan? Or runner-up title uh, cho- <laughs> chocolate chip cookie dough or oh no. Oh, cookie dough cheesecake sans the cake. <laughs> a sans the cake, you know? A sans the cake. Because oh, there's no cake, it's man. just the crust. Okay, so for mine then, um, you'd want like a sweet cream base. Okay. Sweet cream's great. Um, you'd want uh, some some like oatmeal cookie chunks in there. Wait, Would wait, I, wait, 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 wait. I'm building towards something. Uh, have you ever had oat of this swirl? Oat, oat of this swirl flavor? <laughs> oat of this swirl. It, it's no. called oat, oat of this swirl. It's 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 basically. I'll, I'll pull it up. The okay. So you know. But what that. Um, and then we need bran flakes. What? And then and then we need Wait, why we you... need and then we need sugar coated raisins. And here's the flavor <sighs> name. 
You don't really want this. Here's you just want to make the pun. <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> because it's going to be called Raisin Brandon. Come on, man. <laughs> All right. Uh-huh. Yeah, no one wants to eat that, but it's a solid pun. Uh, so I'm going to tell you oats of this world. Because uh, it's a really good flavor. Um, oats of this world. It's got oats. It's got a cinnamon swirl in it. Sweet cream ice cream. I just I just named your ingredients. You said what? Oatmeal, oatmeal, oatmeal cookie, sweet cream, and cinnamon swirl. It's. Uh, oh, you already found it. No, no. It's, oh, it's buttery brown sugar ice cream mm. with fudge flakes, so like chocolate chips, essentially. Uh, oatmeal, and, uh, excuse me, and oatmeal cinnamon cookie swirl. It is phenomenal, Brandon. I'm telling you this now. If you can, it's it's at. Uh, I've only seen it at like Ralph's, but it's really good. It's called okay. Oat of This Swirled. Oat of This Swirled. Yeah, it's that's really good. A, that's a solid pun. All right, um, should we jump in? Yes, let's uh, let's jump in. Uh, did you do anything interesting this week, or should <sighs> we just jump jump right into the news? I don't think I did anything interesting. Let me see. No, yeah, no, mm mm, yeah, nope. I didn't do anything interesting. Uh, I started going to therapy recently. You went started going to therapy. I did start going to therapy. Um, separate. I have from- since stopped going to therapy. Like, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I was gonna say, do you consider what we're doing right now your therapy? Because I don't think that that counts. No, there's nothing um, fulfilling or cathartic about what we do here. Um, but uh, I have been going to therapy. You're actually for, in therapy because of this podcast. Yeah, yeah uh, I I brought that up because I have to quit the show um, for my own <laughs> mental health and stability. No, uh, I started going to therapy a couple weeks ago, and it's great. I love it. I love. I don't love paying for it, but uh, do you gotta have it? Um, I know, but I definitely want some more of it. Um, yeah, it's good. Therapy's good. I, I like my therapist. He's he's good. Um, I feel I feel really important. Like I feel like a like a lawyer in like a '90s movie or like an '80s movie because I my therapist is in like a high rise building downtown. Yeah. So like I, I get in the elevator, go up to like the seventh floor, you know, which isn't like the highest floor, but you know what I mean. The the double breasted pinstripe suit also helps. Yeah, I do wear that, that every vibe. time I go to therapy. Yeah. I bought it just for that. No, like it's like a very nice building downtown. There's like gold everywhere, and you get in this really fancy is elevator. It a Trump building? It is a Trump building. My my therapist <laughs> is Donald Trump. <laughs> oh, okay. I sit down. He tells me I'm fired. I leave. It's a really interesting uh, uh, school of thought. No, but it's like a really nice building. I get in. I go to the top, and it's just like. I feel like I feel like my therapist is a good therapist because of the building I'm in. So <laughs> just just the space. Yeah, I haven't really been paying attention to anything he's been saying, but the building's <laughs> super nice. Um, it's a sick building. I look dope in this suit. Uh, we recorded a podcast this week. Uh, will that be out after this or before this? That'll be out before this. All right. So never mind. Oh, how'd you enjoy that podcast? I guess we can talk about it. <laughs> the uh, yeah, because uh, it's already out. The Ad Astra review. The sad. Bradstra <laughs> podcast or the Bad Dadstra podcast. Bad Dadstra uh, nabs asteroids. Um, yeah, uh, no, it was a lot of fun, uh, and I, I love talking I think, to Luke. I think the episode came out good. It was a rad podcastra. Um, <laughs> rad castra. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. I, I we had Luke on the science mon on, and uh, I enjoyed having him on. Every time he's on is great. Um, we. 
reviewed uh, in in spoilerific detail uh, the movie Ad Astra, and we talked about all the science behind it and the themes and the not so subtle metaphors. And yeah, it was a good episode. I had a lot of fun. Uh, yeah, me too. Um, can you tell me though? Uh, what was the name of the guest that we had? Uh, I've already said it before. I don't need to say it again. <laughs> Legally, <laughs> I have to. I'm, <laughs> right, I'm so sorry. Right. Um, yeah, uh, yeah, no, it was a good episode. So we did that this week. Uh, did you do anything else this week? Uh, I'm trying to think of anything notable. Um, I guess, uh, I mean, I Google teach. on the science, man. You uh, do. You I do teach. teach. And, and uh, school is, is back in full effect. School's back in session. And the school's in session. <laughs> um, it's open season on their asses. <laughs> um, yes, it is open season. Oh, uh, yeah, so I teach bass, um, and then I teach uh, another like classroom class, but it's fun. And what is that class? Um, Web-based tools? Is uh, that what it's called? That's a different one that I teach, but it's another like technology. It's like I'm, I'm like the cool young professor. So. He stole the title from Michael Lee. <laughs> well, I'm kind of the new Michael Lee. Dang. So what do you teach? You teach intro to music tech? Uh, no. This this class specifically is uh, technology for worship. Oh, man. Yeah. So you, <laughs> it's a planning center class? <laughs> we actually don't cover planning center. But well, we how do you not? <laughs> Who's writing the curriculum? Well, I guess I'm writing the curriculum, but... Um, it's, uh, like sound system stuff, lighting, uh, Ableton backing tracks. So stuff, you know, very little about (laughs) as opposed to planning center, something you use every day. Uh, That's true. Um, uh, but yeah. Who hired you? (laughs) Can you say on the air who hired you? Um, why? So I know who to hold accountable. (laughs) I'll tell you after. I don't. I don't want. I don't want uh, them to get in trouble. I think I know who it is. No, you don't know who it is. Is uh, what's the guy? Who's the guy who plays uh, trombone? No, it's not him. Yeah, it is. It's definitely Dave not him. something. No, yeah. Dave Beatty is not. Him. <laughs> Isn't he like the dean of the school of music or something? No, he's not the dean. Uh, and no, he didn't hire me for this class. But anyway, um, yeah, and then I teach uh, bass lessons as well at a, at a different school. You teach Beatty lessons? I do. Yes. <laughs> uh, you teach at a different school. Okay. Right on. All right. So, what's uh, Citrus College is also where you teach. Where, That's what, what's their mascot? Please tell the, me it's the Zest. <laughs> the 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 <laughs> the Zingy Zest. That's their uh, go Zingy Zest. Um, no, they are the Owls. The Owls. That's actually a cool mascot, but like not for a school called Citrus. Why is it the Owls? Do you know? I mean, no. Oh. No. Well, so There's, how they're not native to the area, as far as I know. Owls? Yeah. Where are the owls native to? Probably the northwest, or where there's just more trees. There were a lot of trees here at some point. Yeah, there's not anymore. So the owls left. So you think, uh, you think there's no way owls could have been native from here? Um, no, they probably... You know there were people here before Americans, right? Well, yeah. I mean, like... You are aware that there are other things, places before people get there? <laughs> well, yeah, but if you're going to go that far back, then nothing is native to anywhere. Well, actually, that's not true, because the things that make us up have been here since the okay, beginning so, of time. So atoms are the only natives. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. 
So yeah. the so and the electrons and, and all that and owls and have antimatter and antimatter, <laughs> as we learned in and, the yeah. uh, Ad Astra episode. Mm-hmm. So okay. yeah. Um, well, let's dive into some stuff that's been going on in the headlines. All right. Uh, all first right. up, I don't think we've talked about this, uh, the second part of this story, uh, but Spider-Man is back in the MCU. Spider-Man is back in the MCU. I called it. Uh, I knew he'd be back. I knew they would figure out a deal because, let's face it, uh, Marvel, I think, has invested too much into the Spider-Man character to... Yeah make any movies without spider-man in it they're literally literally like hey he's the new tony stark (laughs) yeah and then yeah there's no way fans would have been really upset if uh spider-man was no longer in these marvel movies and so i knew marvel they would have lost so much money marvel would have to come to some kind of agreement uh in order to do that um yeah i think sony sony is i think the big winner in this scenario yep uh, not only do they get free promotion for their movies in the biggest movies on the planet, the Avengers movies, but also they get to use um, Spider-Man in as part of this new deal. They now have the ability to use Spider-Man in movies in Spider-Man adjacent movies. So now Spider-Man can show up in Venom and uh, oh, I know they're doing they like, do a, like a more a more Mobius, the living vampire, like all these movies before. I guess the way the rights worked out, they couldn't do that um, because it would, it would affect um, what was going on in the Marvel movies and stuff like that. But now they have the ability to do this. So not only they're basically getting their cake and eating it too. They're not having to settle for Marvel's, um, uh, terms. They yeah. got their own terms. Uh, Marvel now gets 25%, uh, between 25 and 30%, with, depending on which article you read, of uh, ticket sales and or profits, essentially, and Marvel g- still retains all of the merchandising rights for Spider-Man, which they've owned from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And uh, Sony keeps um, 75% uh, to... Uh, 60, uh, to 75%, 75% to 70% of the profits, and they can use the character however they want. Um, so, I mean, they're 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 doing it. They're, they're I think Sony kind of came out on top on this one. Yep. Uh, and I think I think they're contracted. So Spider-Man will do one more solo Spider-Man movie for Sony. Um, for right in the now. Marvel universe. No, no, no. One more. One. He, oh, in their in, own. In thing. the contract in Sony's own movies, how they did. Um, the last two movies uh, they have one more on- contract to do a solo spider-man movie and then there's one more marvel movie that spider-man uh will show up in and what gotcha. what happens to spider-man in the mcu after that we don't know they could write him out of the mcu for a while um which is probably the most likely thing to do to yeah. allow him to go on and do sony stuff with those sony characters that they own rest the game for a little bit yeah rest the game before coming back to it um but yeah i think it's a big win for spider-man fans overall yeah um and a big win for your leg tattoo that's true i would have gotten it removed otherwise (laughs) you felt like a big dummy (laughs) a big dum-dum for a couple weeks Mm -hmm. um let me see let me see let me see uh did you see that um mcdonald's is doing like a charity campaign uh, trying to raise money and the way the mechanism by which they were doing that was they're raising money for some kind of like charity you know humanitarian organization or whatever and the way they were doing that was donating the proceeds of all their Big Mac sales so you buy a Big Mac sale and like 60% goes to this charity or whatever for one, it was for a day and Burger okay. King uh, f- f- as, a, as a good faith 
uh, uh, agreement with McDonald's. I don't even know if it was a formal agreement, but what Burger King decided to do as a company is for that one day they stopped selling the Whopper. Interesting. In order so to the support people the would Mc- go and by. the idea was to support the McDonald's charity. Um, so I mean, if you still wanted other stuff from Burger King, you could go buy it. But they were doing it as a way to say, "Hey, we're not supporting, we're not selling the Whopper today." And if you want to know why, it's because we want you to go buy a Big Mac because they're doing it for this charity. You know what would have been a better way to support them? Sell is Big Macs at Burger King? No. <laughs> them just donate money too? Yeah, just be like, "Hey, if you buy a Whopper, we'll donate it to the same charity." Yeah, but uh, I, or I, a different charity, a rival charity, and then it's a it's a charity competition. I'm sure Burger King has. Their, <laughs> yeah. I'm sure Burger King has their own charities they give to. I, I like the move, though. It's well, yeah, except for think about this. You're running late for work, right? You, you, you're, you're, you're coming back from work. You're super stressed out. It's been a long day. You you're, gotta, you you're gotta get home. Triggering me right now in my addiction to fast food. You, you gotta get home, and you gotta, you gotta relieve the babysitter. And then you, after you do that, you got a ton of work to do at home. You, you don't want to take your work home with you, but you have to. And so you're like, you know what? I'm not going to have time to eat. I don't want to order in. It's too expensive. I'm just going to drive through Burger King. It's not a big deal. Okay, cool. At least at least they have the, the Whopper or maybe the Impossible Whopper. And you're like, at least they have that. I'll just I'll just get that and then I'll be fine. You get in the drive-thru. It's a long drive-thru because it's like 6 p.m. So a lot of people are going there. You get in the drive-thru. You finally get up to the window. They're like, um, it's Burger King. How can I help you? And you're like, yeah, can I get the Whopper meal? And they're like, we're not selling Whoppers today. And you're like, what? And they're like, yeah, uh, go to McDonald's. You're like, I don't have... I don't have time. I don't want to try your weird I'm pretty long sure that's chicken not sandwich. What they're say. And Burger King, I don't know if you've been there recently. Their menu is literally 10 different things that are basically different versions of the Whopper. I'm saying if you're a Whopper purist. <laughs> right. There's a few of them out there. It's real inconvenient. It's like for going them. to McDonald's and getting a double cheeseburger and add Mac sauce and you basically got a Big Mac. <laughs> All I'm saying is sure they're donating to charity, but at what cost? <laughs> Yeah, no, I get, I totally get where you're coming from. Uh, uh, did you see? We talked about this. Never mind. Let's not talk about that. We talked about that last episode. Um, there was an article about red meat consumption. Did you see that? Uh, which one? There was an article that said. I mean, there's that, a lot. There was an article that was trending on Google, and it was basically the science. The scientific consensus on red meat is that there's no correlating data to show that you'll be any healthier if you don't eat red meat. This is the scientific consensus? Yep. Mm. Because there was some kind of study done by somebody. If that doesn't convince you, I don't know what will. (laughs) Um, uh, But uh, there was a study done that studied uh, uh, diet trends versus heart health and whatever over the past however many, a lot of years, right? And basically the consensus was that in the data shown, um, we, uh, of people who eat... Um. We're, so, health-wise, I think the I may I'm paraphrasing, obviously, but I think the you consensus are? was that we don't eat any less red meat than we have before. Yet, the common uh, sicknesses or diseases or health conditions that we that we traditionally um, kind of attribute to eating a lot of red meat are those numbers are way 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 down as a whole as a society and our red meat consumption has not gone down 
So if there was a correlation between, you know, if, if our meat consumption, if our red meat consumption was way down and also these things are way down, then there might be some correlation between that data, but there is no correlation. It's, it's the, the amount of red meat we eat is almost unchanged and all those diseases have gone down. Was and a, a lot of that is due, I'm sure, to modern medicine and was this on Infowars that you read this article? It was on Infowars. No, that explains no, it, it was it trended on Google like it was like a real thing. I'm just saying uh, that's one article out. That's one article saying that, and then there's been thousands of other but articles this is that say article, the exact this opposite. Is, no, this is yes. an article. No, this is an article aggregating a lot of different scientific studies. It's not like one person wrote an opinion. Tell you what, send me the link because this sounds like it's written by by Big Beef. All right, this is an article from uh you from yesterday uh, from USA Today, uh, recapping a paper. Um, written in a peer-reviewed journal about um, the consumption of red meat. All right. Um, uh, the paper's authors say that the existing evidence is not strong enough to back a guideline that argues, or excuse me, that urges people to avoid eating red meat. Groups like the American Heart Association and World Cancer Research Fund recommend reduce uh, recommend people reduce red meat consumption. And the World Health Organization in 2015 even classified processed red meat as a human carcinogen and said all red meat consumption was probably carcinogenic. Okay. However, the study's uh, authors reject these sweeping public uh, health claims, uh, and if it's a form of patri patriarchy if we just tell people they should eliminate or reduce their meat consumption. Uh, we it's don't a form of patriarchy. Yeah, we don't believe that there should be broad public health recommendations, almost like scare tactics for the population as a whole. Um, so let's see what the what did the research find? Published on Monday in the Annals of Internal Medicine, the guidelines suggest that adults continue current unprocessed red meat and processed meat consumption. The recommendation were based on five analyses of existing research, four on the on the health effects of eating red meat and one on people's health-related preferences on red meat, meaning how much they value meat and its effects on their health. So they reviewed five studies. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm sure the studies were pretty substantive for them to post an article about it. Or to, excuse me, a peer-reviewed journal entry. A journal. Journal? Journal <laughs> entry about this. That's a new, that's a new thing I'm going to start. A journal. Uh, Johnston, a professor of community health and epidemiology at Dalhouse University in Halifax, Nova Scotia, uh, Canada, where they know how to do health right up there. Um, said his group used the GRADE standard, G-R-A-D-E, of, an, of an analyzing scientific evidence to make a determination about existing research. GRADE is one method to review existing scientific evidence and make a recommendation based on its strength. Um, based on, uh, he, in quote, uh, Johnston says, based on these reviews, we cannot say with any certainty that reducing red meat or processed meat will prevent cancer, diabetes, or heart disease. Um... Okay. I want to get to the actual meat of the article. I want to get to the meat of the article. Um, I don't. Uh, let me see. <clears throat> so what you're telling me is they reviewed five uh, other studies and they were like, oh, we can't say for certain. They're saying that there's no overwhelming evidence from these five studies. Yeah, that are the, the base studies of what people look at when they talk about should we be eating red meat? There's not enough evidence to say you should stop eating red meat. There's no. I just doesn't feel exist, like, bro. I just I just feel like for okay, my entire science, life, science doesn't care what you feel. 
my entire life, it has been like a fact of like, hey, don't eat too much red meat. Hey, you know, doctors used to smoke cigarettes in the uh, the operating room. Yeah. So I don't want to hear about what what's always been the case. All right. Well, no. But you, what you're saying is now doctors are saying, well, we don't know about cigarettes. What? That's, yeah. That's, this is what I'm saying is the equivalent. It, but it's it, but unless uh, uh, actually it's not though because there's overwhelming evidence at any point I in history. I wouldn't call overwhelming. There, I'm not. I'm not saying that. I'm saying there's a lack of overwhelming evidence against red meat. There's overwhelming evidence against cigarettes. Yes, and I'm saying there's a lack of overwhelming evidence that red meat is fine in for you. In either direction. They're not claiming that red meat is fine for you. They're claiming that there's not overwhelming evidence that red meat is bad for you. So they're just shifting it to the middle. Yeah. Of we don't know. Exactly. Because saying we don't know but, but and saying not, red meat is bad for you are two very different but things. But what you're saying is red meat's fine. Which is I'm not saying red meat is fine. I'm saying it. there's no overwhelming evidence that red meat is bad for you. As opposed to not eating red meat, there's no overwhelming evidence to that. So when when people say, "Why are you?" Not, when people when I ask people, "You, why don't you eat red meat?" Oh, it's for health reasons. What health reasons are those? And what are those based on? Well, I can tell you that since I've stopped eating red meat, that my cholesterol's gone down and my heart rate's gone down, like my resting heart rate. That's uh, I bet you a lot of that is see. A lot of that I'm sure is because the things that come with meat when you cook it is salt, sodium. I eat plenty of salt. Sure, but I'm sure when you have a higher diet, because there's natural salts and, and sodium and stuff in meat. So when you're eating more meat and stuff like that, and then you're putting sodium on top of that, you get a lot of sodium intake, which can account for your heartbeat. You've also lost a considerable amount of weight since you stopped eating red meat because you don't eat as much food anymore because you're eating stuff that's better for you uh, in terms of like... No, I still eat like probably the same amount of calories. Mm, I doubt it. Uh, There's more calories in one tiny cheeseburger from McDonald's than in like a giant salad no, full of I'm, leafy greens. I'm telling you, I don't eat that healthy all the time. I, I know this. <laughs> I, I Trust me. I, I know this. I know my eating habits. I'm very aware, unfortunately. Uh, it, yeah. You'd probably, be, you'd probably be better off cutting out sugar and carbs than red meat, honestly, for your Maybe. health journey. Maybe. No, almost Thank you for going, thank you for going on a journey. It is a journey, man. It's not about any, where you are at any given moment. It's about where you're headed. Um, do you know that in, I think it was the 60s, this just came out. In the 60s, there was a review, uh, a, a, a scientific study that they did that was uh, done, that, and they found that uh, fat is really, really bad for you. And, they, and that then started the wave of uh, low-fat everything, and uh, we need to cut fat out of everything, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. And then it was like Kind of like a belief about red meat being bad for you? And it was like two years ago mm-hmm. that they discovered, or it was, it was publicly revealed, that that study was funded by like the sugar uh, lobby, mm-hmm. specifically to steer attention away from sugar's uh, bad health effects so all i'm saying is take everything take everything with a grain of salt (laughs) although just a grain because as we've established (laughs) um Um, separate from red meat um i read an article this week uh that says you ready for this mm -hmm. study reveals if we're talking about uh crazy studies 
Study reveals chemical in McDonald's French fries may cure baldness. Sick. <laughs> I'm going there right now. So keep keep the red meat coming. Keep the French fries coming, I think, is the, the moral of the story today. I wonder what the chemical is. Can I buy, like, a really... Um, I can tell you, actually. Yeah. Can I buy, like, a really... Uh condensed version of it and just take that well so here's what here's what it is um a new study reveals chemical found in mcdonald's french fries may be the cure for baldness scientists from japan said that the chemical is added to the fries in order to keep the cooking oil from frothing up when they tested that chemical on mice scientists said the mice regrew hair so i'm assuming they didn't feed french fries to the mice i think they applied the chemical to the mice mm-hmm. like topically and then yeah. they grew hair. So basically, another way of looking at this article is they put Rogaine in the fry oil at McDonald's. <laughs> or what was revealed to be Rogaine to them. Yes. Yeah. The same effect. I'm down. Uh, so, I mean, you could go either way. You could rub french fries on your head. Or just get the chemical or whatever it is. Yeah. Or you but could. But that's not as fun. If you're making fries at home, just get a little bit of Rogaine in there. <laughs> Tastes just like uh, the golden arches. Is that is that where you ended up with that? <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound good. No, no, it doesn't. Uh, what else you got? Um, the creator of the Labradoodle says that it's his life's regret. Yeah, this it was, should be. This was trending all over Twitter, and everyone was very sad. This is a quote from him: "I opened Pandora's box. I released a Frankenstein." Because now everyone's crossbreeding dogs, and they have all kinds of health issues. Mm-hmm. Did you grow up with a dog? Uh, yes, I grew up with uh, like small dogs though, so like a Chihuahua and a like a Dachshund, and then I also had a uh, a, a, a pit bull at one point. But my neighbor stole it. <laughs> um, was your neighbor Pitbull? The rapper Pitbull. Yeah, Mr. Yes, Worldwide. I grew up in Miami. <laughs> um, no, uh, my neighbor uh, absconded with my dog. I should say. Because they they stole it and then took off and left, and I never saw them again. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. Uh, I I wouldn't have penned you as a Chihuahua guy, but a Pitbull guy makes sense. Yeah, I I didn't pick out the Chihuahua. Like, my mom had a Chihuahua, so there was, like, dogs in the house. I am actually... I like dogs. I'm more of a cat person. Did you grow up with cats? Later in life. Like, in high school, we started getting cats. Or a, we got many, a cat. I was gonna say. Well, we've cats. had we've had two cats total. The first one died, and then we got a second one. And I've ha- I've had that cat since high school, and it lives with my mom now. But I want to get another cat soon. I like cats because if if I eventually move into a house, uh, I might consider getting a dog. I think dogs are better as outside pets. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm. Um, I don't like dogs that are in the house because uh, dogs are gross. And, no, they they are they are they're really gross. Every every person I know that has a dog that's in the house all the time, I I'm itchy every time I leave their oh, house. Oh yeah, because there's fur everywhere. It's ridiculous. You can you know when you walk in the door, you're like, you have a dog, don't yeah. you? Yeah, dogs should be outside for the most part. You can let them in every once in a while to kind of hang out, but then like, see ya, you know. Yeah. So uh, if I ever get a house, I'll have a dog, and it'll be an outside dog, uh, and it'll be like a big dog that's meant to be outside. Because if you have a little dog, they're not meant to be outside, so it will die. But uh, you know, like um, I always liked uh, bigger dogs that stay outside. Like uh, I like labs. Labs are cool. Retrievers are cool because they live a long time. Just not a labradoodle. Not a labradoodle. Don't do it. But um, yeah, boxers are cool. Pit bulls are cool. Uh, 
Yeah, so I'll eventually do that, but I'm more of a cat person when it comes to like an indoor kind of like companion pet. I like cats a lot because they're clean. They like they they know how to use the bathroom, which is great. Um, their version of the bathroom. Uh, they th- and uh, cats are really cool because they're predators and they uh, they eat insects and they kill rats, and mice and birds, and mice and birds. So they're really good if you like. If you hate bugs, you should get a cat because they'll make sure you never see a bug. Uh, yeah, uh, I like cats a lot. If you actually. like uh, nasty smells and lots of fur and being itchy all the time, yeah, and, get a and dog. stuff being knocked over and <clears throat> shoes being torn apart <laughs> right. and all of that kind of stuff, then get a dog. Mmm, how tempting. <laughs> um, oh, uh, did you hear the new Kanye album? Is it out? No. Yeah, no, it's no. not. <laughs> you had me going there for a second. Um, there, it was supposed to be out uh, several days ago. Kim Kardashian kept telling us uh-huh. it was. It's today. Uh, never mind. Never it's mind. Today. It's coming on Sunday, and then it didn't come, yeah. and then nothing since. They said that he can't. Uh, they said it's done, but Kanye can't stop tweaking the mixes. Uh, like he can't leave it alone. Um, did you see that? Um, uh, Yandi was released as ringtones. Really. Yes, I um, saw. Well, I know the album leaked, and I listened yes. to it. So it's it's not an official ringtones, and they've actually been removed because someone took the leaked uh, album and made twenty six second uh, ringtones out of all of them, and then put them on iTunes that you could buy, mm-hmm. uh, and they've since been removed. Yeah, um, and you know that. So the album that's supposed to be coming out and that album are two different albums. Yes. Some of the songs crossed over, like there's a couple songs that he took, but that album was scrapped. And I think it was scrapped, contrary to popular belief, I, I believe it was probably scrapped before the leak happened. I think the leak only happened because the album was scrapped. And someone yeah. knew it was, and they were like, man, we should, you know, still find a way to, like, get people to hear this stuff we worked on, you know what I mean? And, like, well, so I, build I, hype and stuff. I read an article, because he was in Detroit, and then I think New York... Um, and he did the Sunday service and or, and, well. and played yeah and then played the album for mm-hmm. everybody and then he played like a preview of he has like an IMAX movie coming mm-hmm. um, and uh, according to one article um, he has said I think it was on stage he said that he's done making secular music yeah, he's only making gospel he's music only making him. gospel music from here on out what yeah. do you think of that I think it's I think it's Kanye so I'm not surprised that. He's decided to just go on a whim and say, I'm going to do this now. I think it's admirable. I think it ultimately doesn't really mean anything. I think it's, I mean, I think Kanye is someone who, he's someone who uh, gets an idea and becomes obsessed with it for the moment and then just goes for it. But he goes for it with everything that's in him. So it can come off very surface and kind of like empty. But I don't think in his reality, in his brain, it is that. I think he's fully committed to whatever he does. He's just sporadic about his commitments. So he 100% believes that he's not going to release any more second. He 100% music. believes that he is changing people's lives by doing this. And I'm not saying that he's not. Uh, but I think he's 100% committed to the idea that he is now a different person. He is uh, doing what God has called him to do by doing this. And he thinks and believes that he is going to do something very, very positive by doing this. And it is wor- obviously he feels like it's worth his time and money because uh, that putting together that 60 person choir every week and flying them around the country and paying these musicians and sound people and stuff. That's not cheap. And he's right. that's coming out of his pocket. So he's obviously convinced what he's doing is, is worth it. So 
I'm all for it. Um, I know when he's passionate about stuff, the music is really good. So uh, as a Kanye fan, as long as the music's good, great. I was going to say, has he not been passionate about it? And has the music ever not been good? Yeah. I think the, the his last album was not great and not on par with the albums we typically get from Kanye. Like those seven song projects he did. Um, um, those were not all great. the ones from last year. Yeah, yeah. those were not great. Or last year, two years ago. Um, even though I do think Yay, his, his seven song thing had some good songs on it. Ultimately, as a body of work, it wasn't on par with his other bodies of work. Mm. But um, it's not on par with his new body of work. That's true. <laughs> uh, and so, I guess from what I'm understanding, the whole album is going to be clean lyrically. Oh, um, interesting. And, which is why he removed Nicki Minaj's verse from New Body uh, oh. as the. As the reports are saying. Oh, yeah, because I, I saw a lot of memes related to that. Yeah. So, yeah, I think it'll be good <clears throat> when we get it. Yeah, if we get it. Let's <laughs> let's be patient. Um, um, I got two bits of drone news. All right, let's do two. <laughs> How? It's just so it's 2019. You man. must have hung out with your brother there's, recently. There's, there's a lot of drone news. Okay. Hey man, did you hear about that's my Ryan. Hey man, yeah. hey man, did you hear about the new drone news? No, it's crazy. If if I go Dodgers, if, if I didn't know who you were doing, I wouldn't know it's my brother. Yeah, but that's the point. <laughs> <laughs> it's just so generic. Yeah, exactly. Ryan's the least like. Which is crazy that he's so good at drums, because like he's the least like. <laughs> there's no way to say this without sounding mean, but you know what I, I'm saying this in love. He's like he's he's listening right now, by the way. Yeah, he's like the least standout in a crowd person that there ever was. You know? Yeah, yeah, I would agree. Like if you took a if you just got a hundred random people from anywhere in the world, <laughs> and you're like, who's the person here that's like a famous drummer? No one would be like that guy. You know what I mean? No one would be like Ryan Shaw, you know? Yeah. And that's with all love to Ryan. Yes. Because, I mean, it's, it's only love. He's way better at the drums than I am. <laughs> well, there's different things. Well, you no one's paying me things. what they're paying him to play drums. Well, that's true. <laughs> so. Um, okay. So I found this drone news on my own, I'll have you know. Okay. Um, UPS just won FAA approval to fly as many delivery drones as it wants. Really? Yes. How high in the air? Um, Does it say? I don't know how high, but uh, their certification will let the company fly as many drones as it wants, let its drones fly beyond a pilot's visual line of sight, carry cargo that weighs more than 55 pounds, Mm -hmm. and fly at night. None of those things are allowed without an exemption from the FAA. Right. Of course. Um... I guess they're starting first. They're going to do a drone delivery network on hospital campuses. That's really smart. Yeah. I think it's great. That's the future. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about that, actually. So your next heart transplant could be delivered by drone. That, you know how amazing that is? Because yeah. now, like, because what, what normally would happen, so if you needed a heart, right, and the next... You've eaten eat too much red meat, you need a <laughs> yeah, heart you, transplant. Yeah, you've eaten too much red meat, <laughs> and you need a heart transplant, and you somehow, by the grace of God, are next in line for it, uh, <laughs> because that's a whole nother question right. conversation, but somehow you're next in line for it, and it's, say you're in LA, at UCLA or something, and the heart has to come from... Nevada or Washington or somewhere like that before what you'd have to do 
is depending on how pressing it is. If it's not that pressing and you need it within like the next couple weeks or a couple months or something like that, okay, you, you throw it in a van or in a truck and you drive it down or whatever. Literally throw it. You throw it <laughs> in a Ziploc bag. <laughs> or or if it's pressing, you either put it on a plane or you, char- or you charter a plane or, or it's not charter, but put it on a plane or put it on a helicopter. Now you can put it on a, you can have a drone take it it takes it however long to get here, couple hours. Uh, you can do it overnight at three in the morning if you want. No one has to wake up and go down and fly a helicopter. It, it's essentially free. The cost of operation are free now, and I think that's going to bring down uh, emergency health costs like way down for insurance companies. No matter what the healthcare landscape looks like in the future, whether it's more insurance based or there's like healthcare for all or whatever, or Medicare, Medicare for all or whatever it is, the costs of, of, of healthcare in emergency situations like that, it's going to go way down. Cause now it's only going to take you two hours to get a heart from somewhere because a drone carrying nothing else, but that heart can fly across the country right. with at, at speeds that would be unsafe for a manned craft. Yeah. You know, they, they need to get the batteries up to par yeah, on that so that they can fly that range. But yeah, because what's the furthest a drone can fly now without the battery dying? Um, or uh, how, how, much, how far can a drone fly? Like it, The most I, efficient yeah. drone on the market, Like how, can it, how long can it fly on a single battery? I don't know for like commercial drones. I know for a lot of individual drones, like my brother's drone, mm-hmm. uh, it's like 20 or 30 minutes. Oh, Although that's I'm a, sure that's a relatively like small military one. grade drones and stuff like that can go way longer than yeah, that. Probably. Maybe not like days, but they can probably go. I would imagine. We should just Google it. Okay, this is an article from Tech Republic. Um, it says, typically, high-end quadcopters like the DJI Phantom 3 Pro Professional can only fly for about 25 minutes and no more than 50 miles an hour. A German company is hoping to overcome some of the restrictions. They've launched a Kickstarter. Uh, it can go 62 miles an hour and be airborne for up to 60 minutes. But that's, uh, again, consumer. So maybe yeah, uh, military. I'm sure it's maybe not be a bunch more than that, but I'm sure it's more than that. Yeah. Um, Hmm, that's interesting. That's really cool, though. So what we might start seeing is like on stretches of highway, especially in like the middle of the country, when what we might start seeing is like lots like filled with drones yeah. that are like drone pit stops, essentially, where they can stop. There's like an attendant there who will change the battery or they just stop and charge and then keep going. They're going to have to sort out uh, the sky so that these drones aren't hitting each other all the time. I think, well, I mean, th- we already have the technology like in self-driving cars to like because the, the idea is if UPS it'll be like like um, air traffic control is now where like but more efficient it'll be basically digital air traffic control yeah. where they're, they're all communicating with each other anyway yeah. so e- each drone individually knows where all the other drones are no matter what company it's flying for right, right, right. I think that's the future um, and there will be routes I'm sure like there is actually already um, on consumer drones like my brothers there's like drone routes uh, well there's there's uh, no fly zones. And it'll warn you, of and, course, and say like, "Hey, you can't fly here." Yeah, and like I'm sure you can't fly over a school. You can't yeah. fly over like you military know, areas, military, a yeah. hospital. I'm yeah. sure, like yeah, yeah, for sure. Unless you're UPS or stretches of the freeway, because like no one wants a drone falling out of the sky onto the freeway. You know what right, I mean? Right, like, right, right. <laughs> um, with a heart, <laughs> <laughs> right? With a heart, and yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm I'm stoked about that. I think that's the future. Yeah, um, I'm looking forward to that. Um, second bit of drone news. Um, police in China. Um, there is a oh. a guy. No, this is this is a, a crazy, fascinating story. Okay, it kind of 
it has to do with the drone, but then it's more what I think is most fascinating has nothing to do with the drone. Okay. So this guy escaped prison 17 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a convicted like human trafficker. Oh, okay. Uh, 17 years ago, he escaped from Chinese prison. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's been living on the run. And they got a tip of like, hey, we think he might be up in these mountains. And so they went up to the mountains. They searched around. They couldn't find anything. So then they flew a drone up. They found some stuff. They found like a blue tarp and like some some garbage and some stuff. And so they were like, interesting. Let's go. Now that we've seen that, let's go to there on foot. They went there, found the guy, arrested the guy. Um, so the drone assisted in arresting this, uh, this guy. Mm-hmm. But this man has been living in the mountains by himself for 17 years. Yeah. So he looked crazy. Like a wolf man? <laughs> Probably. And they said they had a really hard time communicating with him. Oh. Because he hasn't spoken to anyone in 17 years. Yeah. I just thought that was crazy. And Mandarin's really hard. <laughs> if you don't keep it up, you, you lose it. Um, that is interesting. Yeah. Um... I wonder how much language has changed. I mean, is there a way to really gauge this? I wonder how much language has changed over the last 17 years. Yeah, I don't know. Um, and then, I mean, there's another level of it actually being in, in Chinese, which how much is the Chinese language change versus English? Right. Right. But I would say if... Well, and then with the internet, too. Yeah. Because the internet has changed language quite a bit. That's true, too. Um, and I am here for it. Yeah, I wondered if you stopped talking for 70, 17 years if... Yeah, I wonder what that would be like. You want to find out? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. All right, from here on out, I'm not talking anymore. Oh, finally. This is all it took. Great. <laughs> okay, so this was Hassan's last episode. It's just going to be me from here on out. I can't do it. I'm already overwhelmed. Ah, damn it. All right. What else you got? Um, <laughs> uh, did you hear about Bernie Sanders? Yeah, he uh, was hospitalized with heart troubles and had an operation correct yeah he had two stints put in and he's off the campaign trail until further notice oh that makes things very interesting i know and i know you don't care because you're hashtag yang gang Yang gang. You're, you're actually more stoked <laughs> i'm not stoked he had a heart thing you're not no that's a bummer man i don't i don't wish heart problems on anyone um, I think that's a bummer because except Donald Trump. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. I think that's a bummer because he doesn't need my help. <laughs> to he have... eats red meat. Yeah, <laughs> he eats Trump red meat. <laughs> Those Trump steaks. <laughs> um, no, I think that's a bummer because that's going to be a a big factor in like is he does is he healthy enough to be president? Of course. Which he's already. I don't. How old is he? Seventy eight. He's seventy eight. I will. Well, it it could go one of two ways. Yes, that some people will try to spin it that way. The opposition will spin it that way. Yeah, it might be the best thing that ever happened to him, though. Why? If he can come back in a reasonable amount of time and still be able to hang, uh, like hang with the Yang gang, <laughs> health wise, it might be the it might get the thing. It might be the thing that endears a lot of people to Bernie Sanders. And 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 get people to come come behind him, uh, and and support him. Look, I I, I kicked you know my family. You know, now, I'm not now I'm not my dying. Enemies are unblocked. <laughs> I'm not dying until I you know until I get this guy out of the White House and blah blah blah. And now he has like a touching story that people um, could could rally behind. So it could be it could be great for him. I don't know. 
Yeah. Yeah. If I were him, I would. I would. I would give up. <laughs> I'd be like, you know what? I'm seventy odd years old. I don't need to worry about this anymore. I'm, I'm just gonna good. enjoy the rest of my life. Yeah. Uh, but if he really wants to do it, I mean, you know. Uh, you know, he's young and is in great health. Oh Andrew Yang. Boy, here we go. <laughs> well, why do you like Andrew Yang so much? Uh, I think he's I think he's a good candidate first of all. That's first and foremost. Why? I this think is he's what I'm asking. Well, I I think he's a good he's good at campaigning. Is what I is what I mean by that. I don't mean like necessarily, oh, I I do I do like a lot of his platform, but when I say I think he's a good candidate, I mean I think he's good at campaigning. Like I think he's he's built a movement uh, that has made him the fourth popular, most popular Democratic candidate from nothing. Like, he wasn't some guy with all this notoriety. I think his uh, heart is in the right place in terms of, like, what he thinks will remedy a lot of the um, economic and social economic factors in the country. I do think putting more money in the hands of everybody um, and, and giving people that kind of freedom and and and, and infrastructure and autonomy in people's hands will have i mean i think it history has proven that it uh it it helps to stimulate the economy and helps people um feel better about themselves and 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 do better and and things like that um i do think he's right uh, his whole premise behind the freedom dividend is that it's weird because he's like what he's proposing is like is like a socialist idea but it's from it's from a very sort of libertarian uh you know almost conservative perspective where he feels like government is not good at doing a lot of things but what government is good at is making is keeping track of people and making sure people get checks on time which is very true yeah uh, so he's like you know we need the government to do the thing that it does well right now in in history and we need them to make sure everyone gets this freedom dividend as he calls it and i think he's right about that um, I think, naming it Freedom Dividend. Mm-hmm. I think he's a smart guy. I think he 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 believes in empowering other people. Like where, and that's where like his ideas to me differ from a lot of the other Democratic candidates. Is they they seem to be riding this theme of like, you know, and we know your life sucks and it's their fault and we're going to punish them for doing it. Um, but I think Andrew Yang is more about empowering people to be able to have the freedom and the agency and the the means to change their situation and, and do whatever it is that they want to do. You know what I mean? Rather mm-hmm. than like um, simply just burdening what creating an opposition uh, and then burdening the opposition with it. I think he's uh, more about empowering everyone. And I like that. I think he's smart. I think he's funny. He's self-aware. He's mature. He's, he doesn't get on stage and try to tear down the other Democratic candidates. Mm-hmm. Um, he doesn't try to tear down Donald Trump at every opportunity he gets. I think he would have... I think if he and Donald Trump gotten into... If, if he ended up being the candidate and Donald Trump had to debate him on a debate stage, he would tear Donald Trump a new one. And not by making fun of him, but he would point out in a very calm and measured and mature way how wrong Donald Trump is about everything. Uh, and I think we need that. Do they do debates for re-elections? Yes. With the sitting president? For sure. Okay. Yeah. I just don't remember. I think so. Right? Because didn't... Uh, I'm pretty sure... Did Romney debate Obama? I'm sure that happened, right? Because I feel like the sitting president's like, I got stuff to do. No, I think... They, they debate, right? Maybe I, they don't. I don't know. We'll find out. Um... In a year from now. Ugh. I, know. I can't well, believe we still have another year. 2020, right? 
Yeah. 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 A year from now. Well, if if Trump lasts that long, mm-hmm. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, I hope Andrew Yang uh, becomes a candidate because I think his platform is uh, a lot more solid than a lot of the people who are out in front at this point. Um, do you know who Jacob Wall is? Um, I know who Mark Wahlberg no. is. Uh, Donnie Wahlberg, I think, is who you're thinking of. Donnie. Different no, you're guy, thinking though. of Donnie McClurkin is who you're um, thinking of. Donnie Osmond is how it's pronounced. Ozzy Osbourne is how it's pronounced. Uh, the Wizard of Oz, the one with James Franco, is what you're thinking. Of. <laughs> no, that's not called the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, he was that's in the Wizard of Oz. Oz, the Great and Powerful. <laughs> that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, that's what you're thinking. No, of. you're thinking of the Greatest Showman. <laughs> uh, the Greatest Showman. Uh, no, you're thinking of Mr. Show. With David Cross and uh, the guy from Better Call Saul. What's his name? <coughs> uh, Bob Odenkirk. Bob Odenkirk, that's right. Um, Mr. Bean is what you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Bean. Um, Mr. Grinch is what you're thinking of. Oh, the, the you're, song, a mean you're a mean one, one Mr. Mr. Grinch, Grinch. Is what you're thinking of. Um, <laughs> Captain Crunch is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Captain Morgan is who you're thinking of. Morgan Freeman. He's not a captain. <laughs> Morgan Freeman. Uh, Django Freeman from Django Unchained is what you're thinking. Uh, Django Fett, uh, <laughs> father of Boba Fett. Well, father, original clone, I guess, of Boba Fett. Django Fett? Of, no, the, the tabletop game Jenga is what you're thinking of. Jenga. Yes. No, I don't have any. I win. Ah, Edgar, Edgar, fine. Edgar. Um, Eduardo. Uh, Eduardo Severin. Uh, <laughs> Will Smith has a new Fresh Prince themed clothing line. You see this? <laughs> no. You didn't see this? No. Oh, I'm stoked. Uh, yeah, let me show you. Can they just bring the show back? Right. <laughs> um, oh, there's 60 awesome. pieces. Really? This is a track jacket. Oh, do they have the, the basketball jerseys, the Bel Air Academy jerseys? Uh, let me see. I'm me buying see. that for <laughs> sure. Um, they're actually very reasonably priced. Um, Fresh Prince uh, merch. Will Smith. Great. I should have had the link there ready to go. Uh-huh. Oh, come on. Yeah, take me to it. Take me to it. There's so many articles about it. Take me to it. Take me to it. Oh, here's an article. The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Why a reboot would ruin the show. Okay, here's the whole collection. Uh, Shop.willsmith.com You got a track jacket. You got track pants. Look at this. Uh, Hoodie. Uh, 60 bucks for the hoodie. 40 bucks for the tee. Uh, $30 for that tee. The Bel-Air Athletics tee is 30 bucks. So much more reasonably priced than other like celebrity merch drops. Uh, you can get socks for $15. That's much better than the Jesus Walk socks. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Do you think Warner Brothers would ever 
um, farm the rights out to Fresh Prince to put on a streaming service? Does Warner Brothers have a streaming service? I don't think they do. Do you think they'd ever... Like, I don't think they have enough stuff to have a streaming service. But I mean, like, take a, take Sony with, with Seinfeld, right? They just sold the rights to Seinfeld to, to yeah. Netflix for $500 million, right? Wasn't that, wasn't that the price? $500 million? I think it was 50 50 million? No, it was no, more. 50 million dollars? <laughs> for Seinfeld? <laughs> no, it was like $500 million. I could buy it for $50 yeah. million. Dollars. Um... I think Warner Brothers, and they may not want to do this because I'm sure Fresh Prince, to this day, um, in syndication, it brings in a lot of revenue for them on, on like totally. TBS because it airs every day at T- on TBS mm. for like three episodes every day. Um, I remember because in college I used to watch it. Every How many morning. seasons of it are there? Oh, there's seven, mm. seven seasons. Um, of and back when seasons were like. You know, 23 episodes. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of episodes of Fresh Prince. And it, I'm sure it still does well on, because uh, it airs on TBS and it may air on one of Warner Brothers' other like subsidiary channels, like mm-hmm. late at night or something like that. Um, I think if they ever wanted to just make a boatload of money, they could either sell in, in, in whole the TV rights. They don't necessarily have to do that. They can cut a deal with Netflix and be like, look, for you know, $300 million will let you air. We'll still air it on TBS, but you can air Fresh Prince. Right. You know what I mean? That type of thing. I think it'd be great. I hope... You, what do you think I'm the surprised they haven't done that yet. Well, I mean, they, I guess they assume, like, if we let Netflix show it, then no one will watch TBS. <laughs> well, I don't think... I don't think anyone's watching it on TBS anyway. At least I don't think the people I'm sure Warner Brothers begs to differ. <laughs> well no, I think I don't think the people that would watch it on Netflix mm-hmm. are gonna watch it on TBS anyway. Yes. Mm-hmm. Maybe. Yeah. I think they're just that, not watching it now. Yeah, but maybe they don't care. <laughs> maybe yeah. they're like, enough people are watching it on TBS for us to not care how many people would watch yeah. it on Netflix, you know. Well Netflix needs I guess they're doing their original stuff. Yeah, they're doing their original stuff. But they need more Shows, shows, because they're everyone's starting their own streaming service. And Seinfeld is a, is a huge get. That's yeah. like, but I, I I honestly think, in terms of viewership, um, Fresh Prince would is I don't know if it's as high or more than Seinfeld, but I think it's comparable. You know what I mean? In terms yeah. of like people that love and would watch that show the way yeah. people are, it, for sure, it's up there. If there's like a top, let's do this, top five, I guess of our. We can't speak for like shows before our time. But let's talk about shows in our lifetime. I feel like Fresh Prince is top is, five. Is give it like t- a generation give me a top five. for our generation is like a uh, Seinfeld for our generation. Yeah, because if you play this, everyone immediately knows yeah. what it is. I could play that same song for. So if you took a group of people under the age of twenty five, right, and played them that, they'll all know what that is, mm-hmm. right? If you played them the theme for Seinfeld, that number goes down. My brother has no idea what Seinfeld sounds like. <laughs> my brother, I'm sure, has... My brother's 22 years old. He, My brother would have no idea what that is. And he's 22. That's not the original, but... It doesn't matter. <laughs> I know it's Seinfeld because of that bass. My brother ha- is 22 and would have no idea what that is. But I guarantee you he knows every word to the Fresh Prince theme. Do you think he knows this one? But he's also black, so... <laughs> I do know that. Do you think your brother knows that? He would probably know that. Because that, that has been made fun of so many times, you know? It's been used yeah, in like yeah. on Family Guy and stuff. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Fresh Prince, if there's a top five of like most iconic TV shows, I would say Fresh Prince is on that list. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think number one is probably of most iconic. 
of all t- of all time or just our lifetime? Let's do a top five. Our uh, most iconic TV shows of all time. Of all time. I don't think we can, we we have the authority to speak on that because we're not old enough. <laughs> yeah. Because well, I would say I love Lucy. Yeah, I mean, there's going to be like th- only two of them are going to be like from our generation. <laughs> no, that's not true. If we did a top ten, all right, let's do a top ten. We'll do, and we it doesn't have to. Our life is not depending on this, but let's just do a top ten. I think number one is probably I the most Lu- influential. I think is probably wait influential and inf- iconic. Iconic, not influential. Iconic. Those are two different things. Yes. Iconic means like instantly recognizable. Uh, it's it, certain elements from the show have permeated the zeitgeist, if you will. Yep. I so I would say number one is probably I Love Lucy. Okay. I think it's probably one of the most iconic shows because people today still know I Love Lucy. Like my brother knows I Love Lucy. So uh, let's write these down. So I love Lucy. So I love Lucy. I mean, first. it's being recorded. <laughs> So I love Lucy's number one. We're not, we're no, not I mean brainstorming like, this for later. No, I mean like so we don't forget as we're talking about it. Okay. Oh, I gotcha. I say I love Lucy. Uh huh. Friends. Yes, friends. Uh, so is number huge. one is the only one that's in order. All the rest of these I'm just listing. <laughs> number one is I love Lucy. Number two is Friends. Mm-hmm. Number three is probably Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Number four is probably. Ooh, because you can't forget like old shows i would say number four is probably Mash. the cosby show oh. oh yeah don't forget the cosby show the cosby show is interesting because it was a huge show for a long time and and bill cosby rapes people yeah well yeah and because <laughs> of that now it's like no one but it's still iconic though like anyone would instantly recognize that show yes you know if it's on tv Yes, but I Does feel like... Does SNL count? That's, I, no, we should leave SNL off, right? No, we're talking like sitcoms. Yeah, sitcoms. Like proper yeah, sitcoms. Okay. So we got I Love Lucy, Friends, Seinfeld, Cosby Show. Uh-huh. Um, you're going to fight me on this. Okay. But hear me out. Okay. The American Office. Um, no, I think I, mm, I, it's on I the list. It's on the list. I don't think I don't, it's in top 10, though. I think it's in, I think it's like maybe 10. Maybe. There's a, there's I'm a not going to fight you because I, I, I know that show is very iconic. Yeah, and there's a whole like resurgence now of. Yeah, I think it's probably around the bottom, though. It's probably like 9 Gen or 10. Z. But it's on there. Yeah. So let's say the American Office. Um, as much as I love it, I don't think Parks and Rec is on this list. No. Um, I'm, let's see. What else? Uh,. <laughs> Hmm. I mean, we didn't name Fresh Prince yet. Oh, Fresh Prince is definitely on the list. That's six. Um, it's probably in this order. Yeah, actually, we should have been writing these down. Actually. Yeah, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> you want to write them down? <laughs> no, it's too late. Okay. Keep going. Fresh Prince. Because uh, I don't want to forget older shows. Uh, I'm trying to think. Um, oh, the Jeffersons. Is that on the list? Top ten most iconic. Pro probably. I don't know. You tell me. I don't think so. You know what I think? On a top 10 list, I don't think so. Yeah. Because um, it didn't permeate white culture the way it did black culture. Right. I would say, mm, I want to say Martin really badly. I feel like that if we're talking about not permeating white culture, I don't think Martin No? Did. Okay. 
Uh, Speaking as a white person. <laughs> what about... Um, is Frasier on that list? Frasier... I think Cheers would be on it before Frasier. Cheers, you're right. Cheers, eight. That's number, that's number because eight. Because Frasier came out of Cheers. Right, so Cheers. Um, Which, is MASH the way, on the list? Is MASH a sitcom, though? I don't really know. I, I really at my core dislike that show because it would come on after like step by idea step of it. yes it would come oh, on after step by step uh, which meant it was bedtime yeah is full house on this list <laughs> oh you know what is for sure is family matters yes yeah so that's number eight or no, is that number nine? I think it's eight. It's eight. Let's just <laughs> we, say it's we eight. Fought, so we have two more of the fingers. So that's even. eight. Is is Full House on the list? I don't think so. For me, it's not. It's not top ten. No. Um. So okay. Um. Family Matters. What's number nine? Um. Number nine. Number nine. Golden Girls. May I know it's a big show. I would put it on the list. Okay. Especially because at the time, like We're an all-female cast. Oh, and you know what? Oh, man. I, you know what show I desperately think deserves to be on this list, but it probably won't make it? Lizzie McGuire? No. Uh, uh, so weird. No. Uh, is um, Living Single. Oh, yeah. That show is essentially... what Friends is the white version of Living Single, and yeah. Living Single is amazing. Uh, I don't think it crossed over. No. Um, but it's... It's an amazing show. Queen Latifah is amazing. Um, so, okay. What's the number 10 slot then? Let's see. I'm looking through... Uh, um, Do animated shows count? Well, you tell me. Because if animated... What is that? Oh, this is from the 70s. A Spider-Man theme. <laughs> oh, because no, if animated shows count, then... Then we have to redo this whole list. <laughs> I don't think animated shows should count. Then, okay, because I don't want to redo. Because Simpsons list. should be on this list. <laughs> Family Guy yeah. should be on this list. South Park. Animaniac should be on the list. Animaniac should be on the list. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, I think Chappelle Show should be on the list. Honestly, it's not a sitcom. It's a sketch show. Yeah. Yes, but that was a gigantic show. Yeah, it's iconic. I think. It I think. It, I think it deserves to be on the list. Yep. It's probably around the middle or to the to middle to bottom, but it's on that list for sure. Yeah. I think it's a solid list of shows. That is. Old people are going to listen to this. Well, actually, no old people are going to listen to this. If they did, they'd be like, you're completely wrong. Why isn't I Dream of Genie on there? Yeah. I loved that show. Uh, why Nick at Night was great, by the mm -hmm. way. Uh, but anyway, that's a good list. Um, also, Inspector Gadget didn't make it on the list. That's not I'm a good a show. The movie was good with, um, uh, what's his name? Matthew Broderick. Remember when he was everywhere? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Muppets Tonight, the 90s Muppet show, didn't make it on there. It's I'm, not a sitcom, I'm pretty though. bummed about that. It's uh, like a variety show. Rugrats didn't make the list. I'm uh, pretty bummed about that. <laughs> um, Fairly Odd Parents didn't make the list. I'm Animated shows don't count. That. Um,. Also, uh, the Smurfs didn't make the <laughs> all right, list. All right. What next news item do you have? <laughs> That's it. I don't have anything else. All right. Uh, <clears throat> yeah. How long? How long have we been going? Uh, we've got. Oh, it's like an hour fifteen. We're oh, good. Okay. Yeah. We're good. We can take it easy on them this week. Yeah. Uh, all right. I guess we put on a bonus episode last yeah. week. Go listen to. Go listen to that. Yeah. That mad astro review. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, I guess I'll shout out Brad, my tattoo artist. <sighs> I can't. Ah, uh, I can't. But he was right there the whole time. Yep. 
I guess I will shout out Brad's tattoos. <laughs> Don't steal my pun. Did you use that? Yeah. Oh, I sorry. said Brad's Brad's tats or something. Oh. Ba- Brad's tatstra in the Ad Astra <laughs> episode. Brad's tatstras. <laughs> Okay, I'll shout out Brad and Trey, his brother, and Christy, his wife, uh, Trey's wife, uh, their two children, Knox and Hart. Uh, I can't wait to the day that someone on uh like on the street like because you know sometimes we get sometimes we'll run into people who listen to the podcast yeah. i can't wait till i'm talking to someone who listens to the podcast who like brings up trey's family because <laughs> 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 that's becoming such a recurring segment on those show where we shout them out every week but yeah shout out to christy and hawks and hawks hawks and heart and Knox. <laughs> And shout out to the rest of the shop, Steven and all the other guys at the shop, and Karina, uh, Trey's assistant, or apprentice, excuse me. Um, shout, uh, that's Foothill Tattoo in Rialto. Go check them out. That's not a paid plug. That's just me showing love. Uh, shout out to Justin uh, Campbell, who regularly communicates with me and Brandon about the show. Good friend of mine. Oh, yeah. Funny guy. Uh, good. Uh, he's a public speaker, amongst other things, and content creator on the internet go check out justin scott campbell on instagram uh any, any jonathan taylor thomas is who you're thinking of i don't think he listens tim to the, show. the tool man taylor is who you're thinking of <laughs> uh steve the punisher austin is who you're Brett thinking the hitman heart is who you're thinking of um uh brad ad astra pit is who you're thinking of Angelina Jolie Pitt is who you're thinking of. Are they still married? I think so. Pretty sure I, they are. I saw, like, I was buying something the other day, and there was, like, a magazine there, and it was, like, Brad Pitt, and it said, yes, I'm, I found love again. And I was like, I'm, pretty sure, they I'm pretty sure they're still married. <clears throat> um, because Angelina Jolie had Bradstra. If not, like if they're if all they're right, divorced. All right, all right. Let's wrap this up. I'm a shout out. Do you Moy. think? Uh, do you think? Um, do you think? Uh, do you think Brad Pitt had to ask Angelina uh, Jolie's uh, a dad for permission to marry her, or did Angelina Angelina Jolie <laughs> ask Brad Pitt's parents for Brad's handstra oh, in marriage? Gosh. Um, I'm gonna shout out Moy. Um, he texted me. Uh, directly, uh, it's funny because we we do this and we record this, and then I forget that it goes public. So then, but it goes like several days later. Mm-hmm. So because we're just by ourselves right now, so like <laughs> there was some joke that we made, and he texted me and he, and he texted me like the punchline, and he was like, "Oh, lol," and I was like, "Wait." You were you listening to that from convers- five days ago? <laughs> How do you know about that? Yeah. No, um, man, we're recording. This is live. As soon as we are done recording this. In we're, front of a very it, quiet it, studio audience. It's Monday right now, and we're putting this out immediately after we <laughs> record, it, record it. What are you talking about, man? It, it goes live uh, Monday at midnight. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, Sunday at midnight. Sunday at midnight. Oh, come on, dude. Technically. Well, midnight is in the nebulous zone, you know? All right. Like what? Nebula from Guardians of the Galaxy is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Um, uh, Nebula, uh, from the Guardians of the Galaxy. From the Guardians of the uh, Guardians of Gahul is what you're thinking of. <laughs> that, 
Guardians of Ghoul, the owl movie. Yeah. Isn't that called like something else though? Bringing it back to the owls. It's called uh it's called it, it, that movie is like the craziest title ever. It's called like <laughs> Legends of Tomorrow colon Guardians of Ghoul or something. Yeah. You know, uh, I I've never I actually saw that movie, and the only reason I saw it is because I loved the song from the trailer. The soundtrack has an Owl City song in it. Because I was gonna owls. I was gonna make that joke, but that's actually Owl City. It's the movie is literally about an Owl City, and Owl City has a song in there called "To the Sky." It's a good song. What came ba, first, ba, the movie or the ba, band ba, Owl City? Ba, 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 ba. You think Owl City based his name after Legends? It's Legends of the Guardians, right? Legends of the Hidden Temple is what you're thinking of. <laughs> the Legend of Zelda is what you're thinking of. Uh, the Legend, the Mask of Zoro is what you're thinking of. No, the Legend of Zoro is what you're thinking of. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> it's literally what you're thinking of. Uh, the Legend is first, and then the Mask is second. Or maybe the other way around. I can't remember. One of them has Antonio Banderas, the other one does not. Uh, Puss in Boots is what you're thinking of, actually. <laughs> Shrek is what you're thinking of. <laughs> uh, uh, Shrek. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, off of Shrek. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got nothing. Eduardo. 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 All right, Andrew Edmund, Garfield. Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Edmonton, Alberta? Oh, Edmonton, Alberta, Canada. Sorry. El, Alberto, yeah, Canada? Yeah, it was settled by the Spanish in 1904. <laughs> Canada, and they, a they lot of sell. people don't know that Canada was settled by uh, the, the, the Spanish conquistadors in uh, 1804. Um, and they have consulates uh, in the form of Mexican uh, restaurants all over Southern California, Alberto's. <laughs> that's their, uh, that's their uh, embassies. Yeah, that's, exactly. those are, so every Alberto's restaurant is a Canadian embassy. Exactly. For Alberto, <laughs> Canada. Hey, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, you want to hang out today? I can't, man. I got to run some errands. I got to go to Alberto's, get my passport and, uh, and some carne asada fries. <laughs> they still sell amazing Mexican food. Yeah, man. <laughs> Hey, you know where the you know where the best Mexican food is? The Canadian consulate down the street. And they're like, "Hello, welcome to Alberto's, eh? Would you like some carne carne asada fries with maple syrup on them?" No, I don't want any of this. Some carne asada poutine fries. No, thanks. No, Jello pudding pops is what you're thinking of. Oh, bringing it back to the old cause. Um, no, the cause church is uh, what you're thinking Dave of. Dave cause is who you're thinking of. <laughs> Dave Brunel, worship director <laughs> at the at the cause church is what you're thinking of. Oh, he's gonna get a tickle out of that if uh, he listens to this. Bruno episode. Mars is who you're thinking of. Why, Dave Brunel? <laughs> Brunel Mars is who you're thinking of. No, dude, Neptune. The planet Neptune is what you're thinking of because you just saw Ad Astra. No, the Neptunes is what you're thinking of. No, Revenge of the Nerds is what you're thinking of. <laughs> oh, the Geek Squad from Best Buy is what you're thinking of, actually. No, Terror Squad, uh, uh, Fat Joe's record label, is what you're thinking of. Oh, 
Oh. No, Lean In by uh, a book by Sheryl Sandberg. Uh, As Facebook opposed to Lean CEO. Back. <laughs> lean In. Uh, um, oh, man. <laughs> lean In by who? Sheryl Sandberg. It was, no, uh, it was Andy Sandberg is who you're thinking of. <laughs> um, Adam Sandler is who you're thinking of. Adam Sandler. Um... Um, Adam Sandler. Um, my man, Adam Sandler. Um, uh, no, uh, Carol Danvers is who you're thinking of. The real name of Captain Marvel. Uh huh. Uh, Carol King is who you're thinking of. Who's that? She's a a singer songwriter from the 70s. B.B. King is who you're thinking of. (laughs) Um, B.B. and C.C. Winans are who you're thinking of. No, Butterfinger BBs is what you're thinking of. <laughs> no, Bunch of Crunch is what you're thinking of. But, no, Honey Bunches of Oats is what you're thinking of. Honey I Shrunk the Kids is what you're thinking of. Honey I Blew Up the Baby is what you're thinking of. Uh, Blue Face is who you're thinking of. <laughs> No, the Red Skull is who you're thinking of. No, Red Man is who you're thinking of. <laughs> no, the Washington Redskins is who you're thinking of. Um, Most racist thing in America thus far? <laughs> Probably. That, that's that's that still hanging cool on to? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. This is fine, right? Yeah, we're good. We don't need to change this, right? Yeah. You. Uh, Washington Redskins. Um, no, the uh, Red Sox is what you're thinking no, of. No, the White Sox. The is White what... House is what you're thinking of. Bringing Down the House is the uh, movie you're thinking Runs of. Runs House is the show you're thinking of. <laughs> TMZ is what you're thinking of. <laughs> TNT, the TV network. PBS, the Superstation is what you're thinking of. <laughs> <laughs> um, TBS the super ABC station. is what you're NBC thinking NBC is what you're thinking of uh, You're actually thinking of The CW <laughs> No you're thinking of Andrew WK <laughs> Is what you're thinking of <laughs> WC Fields is who you're thinking of WC Fields uh, Mrs. Fields The <laughs> cookie per, uh, person Her, her name is Mrs. Butterworths <laughs> No, Reese's Peanut Butter Cups is what you're thinking of. Uh, uh, Reese Weber is who you're thinking of. Reese Witherspoon is who you're thinking of. Reese Weber. Shout out to Reese Weber. He's a a friend of the show. And a drummer. Shout out to Reese Weber. Uh, Also, shout out to Reese Witherspoon. Yeah, also friend of the show. Somehow, probably. Um... Uh, with Reese Witherspoon, um, Bill Withers is who you're thinking of. <laughs> Bill Withers, um, Bill Withers, Bill, Withers. Bill Clinton is who you're thinking of. Mm, um, Bill Brasky is who you're thinking Bill of. Bill Burr is who you're thinking of. A billboard is what you're thinking of. <laughs> billboard. Um, Bilbo Baggins is who you're thinking of. <laughs> um, 
Bilbo Baggins. Um, he when he stole the ring, he was being a bad Baggins. Oh, okay, all right. Pretty sure that was a direct line from the movie said by uh, Smeagol. It's a bad Bagginses. I'm surprised. Uh, I get that. I know the reference. Yeah. Come on, man. I I may have never seen those movies, but I like I get those movies. You know. You yeah, know, so you watch the trailer. I'm culturally and that's aware of those movies. You know, I don't need to see them to know what they are. Yeah, like most things. It's a bunch of British guys with beards and and uh, and then uh, Orlando Bloom for some reason being like, I'm confused, but I'm also very attractive and powerful somehow, but also yeah. very delicate and graceful. I mean, yeah, and I'm a, 300 years old. Yeah, exactly. He's an elf. Come on, he's got that braid, bro. <laughs> Stole that from Amazon. I mean, uh, Amazon. Uh, what's the other movie? Avatar. What the braid? Yeah. Lord of the Rings precedes Avatar. Uh, it may precede the movie, but James Cameron has had the idea since like 1997. Um, I'm sorry. Do you know when Lord of the Rings was written? He said, "What? Do you know when Lord of the Rings was written? Did they have braids in the book? It's. I'm sure. Uh, it's do like you know 1920s. that for sure? Do you know that for sure? I don't know. Is tell you what? That's why there's no black people in Lord of the Rings. Because it was written in 1920. <laughs> well, yeah, that's and, and he was, he was Britain too, so it was like very white. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh, if if there's braids, if you know if there's braids in the book or not, and you're listening right now, go ahead and uh, hit me up on Instagram. <laughs> also, you if you stickies. do know that, if if you're someone who knows whether or not there are braids in Lord of the Rings, and you're listening to the podcast, congratulations, your Faith Shaw, Brandon's wife. <laughs> <laughs> because that's where that Venn diagram crosses over. No, it crosses over with one person, and that's Faith Shaw. No, she doesn't listen to this podcast. So <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> that's definitely true. That's Congratulations. Your You're name Stephen is Stephen Colbert. <laughs> <laughs> There's probably a greater chance that Stephen Colbert listens to this than my wife. Yeah, maybe. Does your wife just hate our podcast? What's the no, deal with that? No, no. She just doesn't have a lot of podcast time. Uh, technically, she'd ha- she should have the same amount of podcast time as you do. Uh, no, because she's with our She son. raises the kids. She, she, <laughs> she's a homemaker. Um, no, but she's with uh, with our son more. So? when Then the times when she's not? What's she doing? I mean, working on stuff. She works out, right? Yeah. So if she works out, she's got time for podcasts, no, son. She, she, <laughs> but yeah, there's, a, there's like... 10 other podcasts if we're if we're talking like top 10 shows there's 10 other iconic podcasts yeah i wonder i wonder if she ours. i wonder if she asked you hey have you listened to my music and you're like no nah, there's so much more music out there <laughs> i wonder how she'd feel about that yeah if she was putting out um an uh, hour and a half album every week i'd be like oh, i haven't gotten to it babe sorry yeah right <laughs> you know what's funny if she had a podcast and she found out you didn't listen to it ever she'd be so hurt um. No, I don't think she would. She a hundred percent would. Nah. No. If I she don't was think like, "Babe, would, would you?" If you, if she asked you, like, "Hey, have you listened to any of the last couple episodes of the podcast?" You're like, "No, nah, sorry." She'd be, she'd be hurt. But the fact that she can just not if listen if to it's our not podcast, for, if it's not for her though, this podcast is not for her. Her podcast would not be for you either. Exactly. But she would be hurt. That I don't you think that she would. Because Absolutely because she would. It, it would be like a, a super deep book podcast that I'm not going to know. Like, that's the podcast she listens to is like book podcasts. Not audiobooks, book, a podcast about books. About books, yes, oh, exactly. Man. And like, oh, here's one of my favorite books. Like people talking about books. 
So like a book club, but without like the interaction with other human beings. Uh, well, sometimes there's other people. There's other guests. It's not no, just one person. No, I mean between person. her and the people talking yeah, about the books. Yeah. She should join a book club. Well, that's essentially what this is. She it's just jo- we're not talking about books. She should join the Joy Luck Club. What is that's that? a book club, isn't it? Remember the, the play, the Joy Luck Club, and it was made into a movie? Nope. About I, the, I, that sounds like a movie. Yeah. About the Asian women in San Francisco? Uh, you're thinking of Crazy Rich Asians, and you're <laughs> racist. No, you're racist. <laughs> you made the joke. <laughs> And you're thinking of definitely be, or always be my maybe <laughs> is what you're thinking of. <laughs> and for clarification, we're both racist. Let's not keep that bit going because that's not going to It's okay, end man. Well. There was a time when there were only two black movies. <laughs> so we're allowed to make that joke. Well, I'm allowed to make that joke. There used to be a time where there was only like Harlem Knights and Malcolm X, you know? Right. There was only Friday, and there was a time, man. Trust me. We had our crazy rich Asian days. You, you've never have, but you've always had so the cool... It's been Lord of the Rings forever. <laughs> and Star Wars. Yeah. And <laughs> What's it like for heroes to always have looked like you? <laughs> There's no husky heroes. That's the problem. That's not true. Who's a hu- Name a husky hero. Some of the hero. earliest sitcom star... Everyone before the year 1970 <laughs> was husky. Let's let's not. Ricky Ricardo was fat. Uh, my what's his name? Glee, Jackie Gleason. Come on, man. Every star, every male star of a sitcom in the 50s and 60s and 40s was fat. Let's yeah, I didn't come watch on, those man. shows. Come on, man. Come on. I man. don't have heroes to look up to. <laughs> yes, you do. You have plenty of them. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer was not in shape. <laughs> Kelsey Grammer. People, Actually, actors, yeah, that's male good. actors on TV didn't get handsome until like the eighties. Actually, you're totally right because I I'm thinking through shows and immediately uh, who comes to mind as uh, who I relate to is George Costanza. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> Which is Jason Alexander. Exactly. Yep. So every every male sitcom star before like the eighties was out of shape, horribly out of shape. But they hate it because they had on giant suits the whole time. <laughs> The double-breasted suit was invented for a reason. (laughs) (laughs) To hide the friggin' six cocktails you had every day at lunch, you know? (laughs) So tight, man. (laughs) All right. uh, Where can people find you on the internet, They can find me at B-Shaw, B-Shaw, B-Shaw on the Soch. Where can they find you? You can find me on social media at Asan the DJ, at A-H-S-O-H-N the DJ, uh, and at my website at Asan.com. You can catch me doing comedy uh, uh, every other Sunday night at 7 o'clock at uh, UCB Sunset uh, in the Inner Sanctum with Mess Hall. Uh, My team, Lobster, performs every other week or so. Uh, Details about when we're up can be found at ucbla.com uh you can also see me doing comedy with lemon pepper wet uh you can catch us at our show coming up all flats at the comedy central stage on santa monica boulevard in sunny los angeles california uh on that thursday, thursday september, september 10th, 10th at 8 p.m. p.m yeah uh yeah and uh you can catch me djing all, all the time wherever and you can catch me at this podcast every single week every single friggin' week. All right. Uh, see you next week. See you next week. Play Tris on the Minjay. Later. <laughs>